three times cancer survivor and mum of three, shares how her multiple battles to fight breast cancer and heal after a double mastectomy took her courage to new heights. From topless photo shoot in the Daily Mail to empower other women, to putting her scientific expertise into building an award-winning natural skincare range now sold in 18 stores around the UK, discover one mother's journey of courage, sprinkled with a surprising humour as she defies death three times to bounce forward into an amazing family life and award-winning success. Join me as I talk to Gemma Cockrell, founder of Pure Mess. Welcome to the Empower podcast for mums in business. We are women building a business we love while making a home for the ones we love more than anything. I'm your host, Nicola Hewlin. Join me as I talk to seemingly ordinary women just like me and you as they share their extraordinary stories and inspirational advice to bounce back even stronger from challenging times and thrive in business, motherhood and life. So I'm delighted to welcome to today's episode, Gemma Cockrell. Hi, Gemma. Hi, Nick. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Um, It's been a while since we've been chatting. I think the last time we saw each other was at the Empower Awards around about this time last year. Yeah, it was indeed. It was good Good night. It was, it was. And I'm looking, looking forward to more of that next year when we uh, resume yep. business as usual again. Yep. Thank you so much for coming along today to share your bounce back story. As you know, we are inviting women who have these incredible inspirational stories about facing challenges, tough times and adversity and how they've bounced back. And your story is incredible. So much so that you were winner of um, mm-hmm. our, it was the courage category, wasn't it? Um, it was indeed. In terms of how you've bounced back. Tell our audience about your story of bouncing back from adversity. Okay. Well, I was first diagnosed with breast cancer in 2013. And Although it was a bit of a shock, I kind of, I I suppose I took it in my stride. And then I was re-diagnosed again um, in 2015. And I guess it kind of dawned on me. It was a little bit more serious this time. And um, I had to go through several surgeries and treatment. But I suppose I've always been quite a positive person and I, I kind of wanted to to use it for some good as opposed to, I'm not a wallower, put it that way, you know, I just kind of got on with it. I got on with my treatment and I was still working and, um, but I really wanted to make sure some good came out of it. So it did also make me reassess kind of what I was doing and and not only what you're kind of eating because you get quite a lot of advice on what you're kind of eating but you don't get any advice really on what kind of body products you're using Mm -hmm. so I thought I had always been using pretty natural products but when I really kind of delved into what the ingredients were and um, just kind of the, the the amount of chemicals that were in all of the products I was using I was quite shocked so I decided to, I have a science background so I decided to start making my own products really first for me and my family and uh, then other people started asking me for them and it kind of grew and I guess 
we kind of we launched our first business was called ways gone by which is the name under which i won my lovely empower award um which has pride of place in my office now (laughs) and i guess we we launched with a few products and it it was going really well and then we decided really if we were going to take it far more seriously and launch to the next level sort of take it to the next level we needed to do a bit of a rebrand so that happened at the end of 2018 and we became pure mess and we are now in about 18 retail outlets that is incredible what an amazing progression and before before you I'm going to ask you about those retail outlets and obviously we're recording this at the time of the COVID outbreak and I'm sure there'll be some 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 impact there but going back I'm, I'm really curious as might be our audience is to you were saying about the products that we use and you thought that you use fairly natural ones yeah. what, and when you looked at the ingredients you were shocked what kind of ingredients out of interest was it that that are in those products for those who perhaps don't think about those things or are not are less aware let's say yes well I think first and foremost you have to be quite careful with things like parabens and there's a few different kinds of parabens but if it has the word paraben basically it is a cheap preservative and that's what gives those um, products a longer lifespan they can stay on the shelf for three five years but they've been shown to to not be very healthy for us Mm -hmm. Um, other constituents i guess would be things like sulfates which are the foaming agents in your shampoos there's silicates, which are in your conditioner, which give you that kind of nice silky feeling, but again, aren't very good for you. And they just sit on top of your hair anyway. And fragrances, I think, to me is quite scary because although it can say fragrance, that fragrance can have up to 300 different chemical constituents. Wow. So I always avoid anything with fragrance and I would just use something with essential oils now. Wow. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It's not something we think about. And, you know, like, as you've just, you know, shared so courageously your story of surviving cancer, not just once, but twice, you know, I'm, I'm sure there are lots of listeners in the audience who we, we all face different challenges and I'm sure that your, your story will, will resonate in, in different, in different ways with some of our audience and thinking, you know, when you, when you look back at that time, what, what do you think it is that, that helped get you, get you through that particularly the second time when you said it felt more, more serious when, when you look back, what, what helped you get through those periods? I, do you know what I would first jump in and say friends and family But actually, I think, and this may sound a bit bizarre, but whatever happens, you're on your own. You know, you're you're the one who has to go through the surgeries and the treatments. And and although you can have someone sitting with you or by you, it's you in your body and your head that has to deal with that. So I think being positive and not thinking the worst. I mean, I, I definitely had bad days where you wake up and you kind of think, oh, you know, worst case scenario, what if I'm not here next year kind of thing. And obviously having children, that does enter your mind. But I think you just have to to find ways of maintaining that positivity in your head. So 
I do I do running, I do yoga, exercise to me is is um and keeping busy. I, I'm not one to sort of stop and sit down and not not do anything. But um and obviously, you know, friends and family are, are great because they're they're there to listen to you or you know, I had lots of friends who offered to take me to to treatments and you know we we always had a bit of a laugh about everything and and actually that's the other thing is humor if you can maintain a sense of humor i mean my my el my my middle son is autistic and um he was great because the, the um, when i was diagnosed for the second time i knew i'd have to have a mastectomy and um i also knew that i didn't want to have reconstruction uh it was just a personal choice and um i came home and you know, I obviously discussed it with my husband and, and I said to the boys, um, so mum's going to have her breasts removed and um, so I'll, I'll be a uni boob is what they call call them. And um, he just kind of looked at me and he said, well, that's not going to be much fun for dad, is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's so funny. It was so funny. And I think for all of us then, it was just like, yeah, okay, this is, you know, and I think you have to just, look at the humorous side of things and I have actually since uh, I was also diagnosed again unfortunately in 2017 and I have since had an, uh, my other breast removed so I am no longer a uni boob I'm just completely flat now but you know we, we all maintain a sense of humor about it at home and and I think that's one of the best things you can do to get through any difficult time actually is see the funny side of things Oh, that is incredible. That is incredible. <laughs> Such courage. And, you know, thank you for sharing. And we, we talk a lot about hindsight, you know, the, the beauty of hindsight when you're through these, these chapters and, and able to, to look back. I mean, as, as you look back on your journey, if, if we think about the expression, every cloud has a silver lining, is, is there any of that as you look back now with hindsight? Were there any good things that came out of such a, you know, such a challenging oh. time? Oh, gosh, absolutely. I think uh, it definitely showed me who my true friends are and those who stuck by me and were there for me. My business came out of it, which I love. So my life has taken a completely different direction and it's been really positive. And, um, you know, my husband and I probably have become closer because he's helped me with the business as well. I think it's shown me how strong my family is and how, what a great relationship. I'm very lucky. What a great relationship I have with my husband and my children my boys have been brilliant and, you know, look after me. And so, yeah, definitely several, several silver linings. Oh, and how old are your boys now? Oh gosh. So my eldest is 26 and then my middle one is 21 and then my youngest is 15. Oh, wow. And how old was your son when he, when he helped you with the uni boob humor? How old was he then? <laughs> so that he was 15 Oh, incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the gifts has been your business and you've rebranded Pure Mess. You touched on the fact that you're in, you, you, were, you are, were in um, 18 retail outlets. What's been the impact of the, the current COVID situation for, for <clears throat> you in terms of business? Well, almost immediately, sort of overnight, we lost about 90% of them um, due to them being closed. 
A few stayed open to do kind of click and collect orders and they obviously included our products among them. Uh, it was a little bit financially frightening because, you know, you go from earning a certain amount of money and to practically nothing overnight and it's kind of like, <laughs> okay, so we then, we then just had to, we took a couple of weeks and just rethought about, okay, how can we use this for good now? You know, what can we do in the business to, to make this work for the current situation? Uh, but all equally, it's quite a difficult time because you don't, it was almost, you didn't really want to be seen to be selling, mm. you know, because you thought, well, is it appropriate to be selling now? But but equally, I think people still wanted to buy things and still need skincare products. And, you know, so, um, so yeah, we just, we, we just took a different, a different turn and it, it's been, it's been a, a struggle, but luckily most of my outlets are now beginning to reopen. None of them have had to close permanently, which is a massive blessing. So I know some people aren't so fortunate. So yeah. Um, it's difficult and do you have do you have an online part as well of selling selling directly yes so we have a website so we one of the things we did do was concentrate much more on the website and um and, and that's gone really well actually so we we also streamlined our product range and it just the whole situation's given us a little bit of time to work on the business as opposed to just in the business so yeah, things have just taken a slightly different direction, but on, online's been brilliant. brilliant. And talking of changing of direction, looking back, if if you knew then right at the beginning, you know, going back to the beginning of the, your bounce back story that you shared, if you knew then what you know now, would there be anything that you would do differently? Oh, that's a good question. I The only thing I think is I would have more confidence in my abilities to run a business and and be sure about what I was what I was doing you know I'm I'm it's taken me a while to, to to build that confidence and you know I know the products I make are amazing incredibly effective but it, it, it is just that gaining of all the business side of it you know it's, it's been a massive learning curve so I just wish I'd been slightly more confident yeah. And I think confidence is, well, it's certainly within the world of the Empower community and the work that I do with mums in business, confidence comes up so often, time yeah. and time again. It really does seem such a, um, it's, it's an important ingredient and one that is often a, an area of challenge for, for us women in particular, maybe. What do you think about that? Do you think it's something that is quite particular to, to women when it comes to business? Yes, I think so. And I think possibly because you're pulled in so many different directions, particularly as a mum, I think unfortunately there's probably still situations where women aren't seen quite in the same light that men are. Maybe they're, you know, seen as not as tough or not not as capable, unfortunately. But I, I do think for for women and particularly mums, you're pulled in so many different directions that you, you have to kind of that whole multitasking. You, you feel guilty if you spend all your time, to, you know, working on your business and, you know, not so much time with your kids. And 
I know particularly at the moment with people homeschooling, I don't know how people have managed to do that. And I, and I can imagine quite a lot of that. I don't know if I'm being unfair, but I can imagine a lot of that has probably fallen to the mums, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think we, we all find ourselves with, I don't know, it's weird, isn't it? So some people are going to find that. I, I use the expression and I saw, a, I got this from a post I saw on Facebook, same storm, different boat but it's universally challenging just in different ways and some people find themselves with with more time but more responsibilities as well especially as a business owner you know yeah we might have more if if we're not working in our business we might have more time for creativity strategic thinking planning working on our business for when we resume and I'm sure there'll be a lot of latent demand for lots of different types of businesses but then all of a sudden we've got home learning and yeah. you know more mouths at home full time to feed which means more shopping and you know yeah. it's it's piled on from from other directions as well so there's definitely a lot of pressure and confidence is coming back to the confidence one so i'm hearing your confidence has grown during your journey what what do you think it is looking looking back at all that you've you've been through what are the things that helped develop and increase your confidence over the years? Um, Definitely just doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Working in the business and the more I, uh, you know, at first I think I was quite nervous about approaching retailers and I think the more you do it, the more confidence you grow because and practice I guess you you, I think practice is great for confidence but also I hate to say it but I think the older you get the, the less worried you become about, you know, oh, is this going to go okay? Or you, I, I don't think you worry as much about getting it wrong. You just, well, I certainly don't. And, and I just kind of, if it goes wrong, it goes wrong. And you, you pick yourself yeah. up and you do it again. Yeah. I, I think definitely younger, relate to that. Yeah. And I think it's, when you're younger, I think you worry more. Mm, I so, definitely but, relate to the, as you get older, kind of careless, you yeah. know, the, <laughs> doing dodgy well me personally you know like doing dodgy mum dancing in the middle of a you know shopping center and not caring if it's going mom you're so embarrassing stop that what are you doing and you hope you're embarrassing (laughs) (laughs) so talking of confidence you had an um you know you're here sharing your story today that you know the incredible journey you've been on and talking of confidence you had the confidence to share that story in quite a big way didn't you do you know what I'm referring to Oh, are you referring to the photo shoot I did with the Daily Mail magazine? I am, yeah. <laughs> Tell our audience about that because that took some courage. Oh, um, yes. I was approached to do a photo shoot for the Daily Mail Sunday magazine and um, the U magazine. And it was for women with all different uh, body shapes. And it was a swimwear um, edition and they asked me if I'd be willing to go along and I've never done any modeling before in my life and it was amazing I was so nervous but I was treated like a princess and I had I took my mum along and um, we just had the most amazing day and that do you know what every single model we ranged from size 8 to size 24 I think and there's a lady there who was really heavily pregnant and and do you know what everyone just looked fantastic and 
I, I chose, they, they, they did ask me if I would, but, and, and it was fine, but um, I chose to do one with the bikini bottoms and then just nothing on top. So, um, because I'm, I'm proud of my scars and, and they're part of me now. So it was amazing. I, and I saw that photo and I saw that article and um, on, I was just so blown away. It was Aww. awesome. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. And were you with your, were you with your husband in that photo? Trying to remember. Yes. So in one of the photos I did, uh, we, we, right at the beginning, um, after, so it must've been, Ooh, 2017, I did, um, a photo shoot just with a, a local lady for breast cancer awareness month. And it was only really for me to write a blog and, um, she then put it on her social media and that picture was picked up by the Daily Mail and that's why they asked me to go in and, and do the, the photo shoot with them. Yeah, amazing. Amazing. <laughs> so for what you know, thinking about our audience who are tuning in today, what would be what would be your message to any women out there who are going through a challenging time in their lives right now? I guess for me it would be stay true to yourself and just be as positive as you can because as they say this too shall pass and you know you will get through it and you will come out the other side and and learn from it and and grow and you can become a, you know a a more not a better person but a different person and that's fine absolutely and you know the word positivity is one that's already coming up a lot in these bounce back interviews that I'm doing yeah. and um I was chatting um I was chatting with um, Ashley, who's the CEO of Bounce, who is um, sponsoring this interview series. And, and he said what, what was key to his bouncing back was positivity. And I asked him, you know, what, what helps with positivity? You know, how can we have more? What's your trick? And he said, you know, if we could bottle that up, that, that would be priceless. What, what, are you, what are your tips and tricks for staying positive? Because it seems a really important theme that's already emerging. Yes, definitely looking after yourself. I think if you're tired or run down or you're not exercising or you're not eating right, it's quite easy to fall into that kind of, you get a bit down or you feel a bit low. I think if you can, I mean, I, I have to exercise, I know, to, to, to stay positive, but also chatting with your friends. I know it's difficult to see your friends at the moment, but I make sure I touch base with at least one friend a day and just, you know, Hey, how are you? How's it going? And, and if you are having a bad day, share, share that. And I, and I think that overall, and, and I would definitely also say surround yourself with other positive people. Mm, yeah, it that's come up you. too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And the whole exercise thing, I must admit my exercise routine went completely out the window during lockdown. My, my exercise is being out in nature with um, r horse riding, being out with the horses and that went out the window. And it's, it's not always easy. I'm guessing it's just about, it can just be being more active for doing yeah. mindfulness and meditation, all that kind of the, the self-care routine. Yeah type activities yeah definitely definitely you just have to look after yourself and I think um I think particularly as mums we tend to put ourselves last oh yeah and uh I think it's okay actually to put yourself first occasionally yeah we're so, we're so good at taking care of other people's needs aren't we and um and our own quite easily slip down the list and 
I, I'll, I'll be the first to put my hand up. I don't think it was until I was in my mid forties that I actually, I actually had the realization that it was, it was okay. It wasn't about me putting my needs before others, but it was okay for me to put my needs equal first to other people's. And that didn't click for me until I was in my mid forties, you know, being a, being a good mum and putting everybody else first before me and then if there was any time or money or energy left over then I might get round to doing my own thing and Uh, yeah definitely yeah and I think there's a lot of women that are that feel like that and I know certainly having gone through cancer you you I I don't prioritize my needs over other people but I'm I'm quite happy to say kind of no I can't do that right now because I just I need half an hour to Mm. do this for me and then I will you know and then I promise I will do it but um I think it's okay to to look after yourself yeah and I think it's really important you know talking about this, this whole theme of bouncing back from challenges tough times and adversity requires resiliency and resiliency requires energy and health and and if we haven't got that it's so much you know without the emotional health and the mental health and the physical health combined we're in a much uh, weaker position to bounce back from tough times so i think that's a it's a big part of being able to bounce back from challenges is is having those three things physical health emotional health mental health and that that it's is something that needs to be maintained because it's it's a bit less like a light switch. We kind of have to work on it every day and give ourselves permission to do that. Yes, definitely. And, and I, I think, as, again, as you get older, that comes slightly easier. Mm. You know, you, you can prioritize those things for you and just look after yourself. Yeah. And, and it is harder with, uh, you know, my children are older as well, like, like yours. And when they are younger, life is just so intense mm. that, that in, you know, the intense care that we give babies, newborns, babies, toddlers, mm. younger children, it, I, I can remember it being really, really tough to, to carve out time, especially when we're running a business on, on top of all of that. Yeah. Well, having a shower, it was difficult in those yeah. days, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. That's a really good example. Having a shower and, and having a shower where you also had time to wash your hair. That, that was a huge deal. Yeah, absolutely. So we're coming towards the end of our time on this interview. And um, what I like to ask guests to, to leave our audience with is what we call a a bounce back invitation. So what would be a question that you would, a thought provoking question you'd like to leave our audience with in terms of their own bounce back challenges or, or experiences, or perhaps a bounce back challenge for them? What would be your bounce back invitation to leave them with? Okay. I think my bounce back invitation would be to write down at least one thing every day that has made you smile. Awesome. Love that. that. (laughs) And there is always something, isn't there? Yes. No matter how big or small. Yeah. Brilliant challenge. Well, I will be doing mine. (laughs) <laughs> after after this and I will do it daily I'll set my I will take up your invitation and I'll be doing that as well we've got a hashtag where people can share those okay hashtag yeah. bounce back stronger 
So let's see what people come up with, with their daily thing that's made them smile. Gemma, thank you so much for giving up your time. I know how precious time is to come along and share your bounce back journey and insights and words of wisdom. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's been fun. Right. Thank you. Take care, everybody, and see you on the next episode. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Empower podcast for mums in business. And thanks goes to our podcast series sponsors, Bounce Life, insurance to protect you, your business and your family. To get your free startup and business growth kickstart guide and to find out about our Empower community, go to empower.global.